0: Okay, this is Last Call with your intrepid host, Chris Michaels, the lovable fuzzball of truth and creativity. For those that have never listened to Last Call before, we talk about politics, current events, and everything else in between. Uh, So it was Easter weekend, we should all commemorate Ishtar, who... We can only assume is the precursor to Ishtar. Ishtar was the Babylonian Sumerian goddess that descended from the heavens in an egg. And when she decided to emerge from the egg, she decided to hunt. And what did she hunt? She hunted wild boar. And that's where you get Easter eggs an Easter ham from, comes from Ishtar. She's, the, she's also associated with love. Uh, and so she doesn't really have anything associated with rabbits, though. So we can't get the rabbit connection there. There is something that could have something to do with the rabbit connection. Back in the 40s, when you were trying to figure out if somebody was pregnant, what they would do is they would inject the urine of the pregnant woman into a rabbit and if the rabbit died then lo and behold the woman was uh, supposed to be pregnant so the phrase the rabbit died is where that comes from now rabbits ironically right the the celebration of life a woman being pregnant is determined by the untimely end of the rabbit death so that goes along the lines of what easter is all about Somebody dies on Friday and rises from the dead on Sunday, three days later. And, you know, it also has to do with uh, Easter, also has to do with the sun god, right? So if God's son, literally, the late JC, Jesus, or the big old ball in the sky, uh, God's son, either way, if the sun does not rise after three days, we're in a heap load of trouble. So that's where you get that from. So the whole idea behind Ishtar and Easter is along those lines. And the rabbit died probably has to do with the fact of life and death and celebrating life but at the expense of something else. On and on and on. So there you go. There is your lesson. Is- Ishtar was also in uh, the Epic of Gilgamesh. And uh, she practically begged Gilgamesh to marry her. Not practically. She actually did. Oh my gosh, will you marry me? And he says, you are worthless. He says a whole bunch of icky things. Stuff like, you are the shoe that bites the foot. Uh, Something like that. Like if you have bad shoes. Or the battering ram that doesn't work. And something else. So Ishtar ran to the Sky God and begged the sky god to give her the bull of heaven to go against Gilgamesh, and basically try to kill Gilgamesh. And ultimately, Gilgamesh did kill the bull. Jeez, can't say that. And uh, Ishtar is associated with Taurus, the constellation in the sky. So there you go. There's Easter and Ishtar and the bull and the Easter eggs and the Easter ham all neatly wrapped up into one pagan ritual disguised as Christianity. And here we are today. So what else has been disguised here? Oh, by the way, here's another thing. I've been saying things like the Branch Covidians. Being that I'm so brilliant, that phrase is a mockery of the Branch Davidians. The Branch Davidians were a CIA-programmed cult that were based in Waco, Texas. Bill Clinton went in there and set fire to the whole thing, killed a whole bunch of people. Um, the problem with them is that it was a CIA, or I don't know if it was CIA for sure, but more than likely it was a a, a programming facility, sort of like MK Ultra, where they were programming individuals to take certain roles. On behalf of the U.S. government, so mind control, split personalities, so on and so forth—the stuff that you saw in, uh, I think, the latest uh, Call of Duty actually played around with the idea of MK Ultra, and your character ultimately turned out to be a mind-wiped Turk. Um, so that kind of deal was going on in Waco. They went sideways. The programming started to break down. Clinton went in there, cleaned house. So I make reference to that by calling people Branch Covidians because they are just as brainwashed, all these Covidians, all of these maskers, all of these people that don't do any research for themselves and support vaccine passports. Uh, I call them Branch Covidians because they bought into the cult line of thinking hook, line and sinker, not to be redundant by using the word line two times, now three times in the same breath. So, that's where the, the phrase branch-covidian comes from. Now, on to the serious stuff. Now that we've killed it's almost six minutes. <laughs> so, oh my gosh. What is going on here? Well, what do we have in front of me? What do I talk about on an irregular basis? I talk about illegal immigration and how what we're seeing, what we're seeing out there is not just, oh my goodness, Joe Biden said it's okay to come into the country, even though he pays lip service to a lot of people when he has his memory and says, don't come into America. It is bad to come here. We don't have any room to come in here. Meanwhile, all of these people flood across the border. A conservative effort, uh, uh, estimate that the uh, which I'm going call that the what are they called? Border Patrol, ICE, those people. The conservative estimate is that a, at least a thousand people make it across the border unimpeded uh, a day. So you can only imagine that five thousand people per week come across the border, and it, without now that that's just people that have not been apprehended. So you can imagine the scale of drug running, gun running, human trafficking, and that kind of deal. There's a story that was out last week that on video, due to one of, I believe, one of Trump's border walls, because the picture is in black and white, um, there was a coyote, human trafficker. And this is on the border of New Mexico, in a remote part of New Mexico, near Santa Teresa, and that sounded more Italian than Spanish, didn't it? And they re- basically what happened was a coyote, a human trafficker, dropped two children from essentially a 15 foot wall. One girl was five, another girl was three. And they're both from Ecuador. And Border Patrol agents found them and took them in. Now, these people or these kids were at least, at least. Five miles from the nearest house, at least five. So what this says to me is it doesn't say that, oh, these coyotes, they don't care about kids and they're just going to drop them off, which they don't. But what this says to me is that that particular coyote was dropping off product, dropping off product. Meaning those kids, that five-year-old girl, that three-year-old girl that was literally dropped from a 15-foot wall in the middle of nowhere, in the middle of a desert. Those two kids were purchased by somebody. That was the waypoint for the pickup. Somebody was going to stop by and pick up those two kids to traffic them, possibly sexually abuse them and that's why that coyote just dropped them and left because it wasn't his job to make sure that the product was actually picked up. He gave them a waypoint, he gave where he left off those kids and that was it. Fortunately for those children, the border patrol was there to pick them up because who knows what would have happened to those two kids if they were not there. So that keep that in mind. Keep that in mind, because I bring up all the time on this show that this whole migrant crisis is not, is not, has nothing, zero to do with people looking for a better life. Well, I shouldn't say zero. There's always some portion of looking for a better life. There are people that will probably look for a better life coming across the border. Of course, that's always going to happen. But I contest that the majority of these people coming across the border are being trafficked. And an overwhelming amount of kids are crossing the border, right? And But they all have phone numbers and addresses. Now, I don't know of where people should call and where they should be delivered to. Now, I don't know about you, but if I'm a parent, I'm not going to ship my kid with a note pinned to their jacket giving an address and a phone number to call across a border that is literally desert. As a parent, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't leave my kid unaccompanied like that. Whether I'm in Ecuador or Mexico or Central America or I'm already in the United States. That doesn't make any sense. A parent would not do that. What would make sense... Is what I've been saying all along, is that these countries and these traffickers and these cartels are paying homage and respect to the Biden administration, the globalists, and the Democrats, because these people are involved with human trafficking and child trafficking. Now that doesn't say, doesn't don't come. Well, you said all Democrats and people in the government. I don't want to hear it. I'm, a fair amount of them do. Probably a majority, which means 51% at least. But I'm not going to say that all Democrats, all globalists, all fake Republicans know about this and partake in something like this. It's the same stupid 9-11 argument I heard all the time. Well, you don't think terrorists took down the World Trade Center? I do believe terrorists took down the World Trade Center. But I would suspect that those terrorists did not come from the Middle East. I, you know, certain people within the government knew about 9-11. They just didn't spill the beans or they allowed it to happen. It doesn't mean that everybody within the government knew about 9-11, but some people did. And that's the argument I heard the whole, well, you mean everybody in the government knew about No, 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 numbnuts. Wipe the drool from your chin, pick up your jaw, and stop licking the window, you idiot. That's not what I mean at all, and it's not what I mean here. I don't even know why I'm fighting. I'm not fighting. I'm sitting alone. In my- <laughs> I'm not <laughs> fighting with myself, right? I'm getting annoyed at myself picturing an, imaginata- uh, an imaginary uh, numb nuts trying to argue with Anyway, <laughs> so to continue along here, the idea behind this is to reestablish the human trafficking and the drug running rings that were taken apart and dismantled under Donald Trump. Donald Trump had more people arrested, more trafficking rings broken up, uh, on more than any other president combined in his four years. And most of that happened in the last year and a half of his presidency. So you can imagine what's going on right now. That's why you see the sudden influx of all of these kids across the border. What is also interesting comes from McAllen, Texas, and this is being broadcast and written on humansarefree.com. This particular article only serves to bolster my argument about these kids coming across the border as product, okay? Being sent across the border as already purchased material. No, that's not my opinion. I don't view people as material and product. But I'm trying to give you a perspective on how the elites work here. Okay, These kids and these women are bought and sold and traded through the illegal border crossing. And that's why they don't want that border wall. That's why they don't want the border to, to be sealed in any way. Because it's bad for business. So, this is coming from McAllen, Texas. And the quote is... An anonymous source from inside a big illegal immigration facility is telling us, now this is disturbing, that the children are engaging in sexual acts with one another, and brothers and sisters are engaging in sexual acts. Children are basically masturbating and doing sexual acts, which of course is a phenomenon very odd that this would be going on and this is being uh this is from owen schroyer not normal behavior he continues unless of course they're being subjected to mol- molestation and rape and other sexual things on the journey mm, very 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 important very important what, did, what have I been saying? This article validates what I've been saying. These kids coming across the border are product. They were born into existence to be sexual slaves. They were raised that way. You're talking about child abuse and pedophilia since day one. Since being incarnated on this planet These kids have been sexually abused. So they think it's normal to engage in sexual activity with their siblings, with other people. They have no remorse for doing it. They have no shame for doing it because they don't know any better. They've been raised in hypersexual environments because that's what they were born to be and born to do. Engage in sexual activity. These kids are product for whoever. And I would suspect that the Biden administration knows all about it. Why else would you think that the military is now opening up a third, a third air base to house these kids? Because these kids are being trafficked. Just like, just like the whole Epstein deal. When Jeffrey Epstein first got nabbed in Florida. The first time he was arrested, back in 2008, I think. 2009. People that were trying to go after him, hardcore. Cops. Law enforcement. Were told to stay away because... It was a CIA thing. They knew what he was doing. They knew that Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell were trafficking children, threatening children, engaging in pedophilia, engaging in, uh, I was going to say sorcery. They probably were engaged in sorcery, but engaging in Luciferian satanic rituals. Of course. And that goes the same with these kids. A lot of these kids are probably subject to Luciferian and satanic abuse down there in whatever form it takes in Central America. Or, by the time they reach here, you you know for sure, for sure, that's going to be the case up here. So, this article, actually the source is from, uh, it's mirrored on humansarefree.com. The source is The Gateway Pundit. Um, But maybe the people at uh, humansarefree.com would like to put the source at the top of the article instead of the bottom of it, you morons. But anyway, the point is, is that this is good information, and it validates me because I'm brilliant. This is something I wish I wasn't right about, but here we are today. Now, let's go jump to another story here. Oh, does anybody remember the big, huge, astronomically large ship that miraculously blocked the Suez Canal? Oh yes, oh yes. I it, it's it's becoming clearer now. Yes, I do remember a ship that blocked the Suez Canal and the captain of the ship was refusing to work with anybody. Now, it's funny with that kind of law, maritime law, or law of the sea or whatever, a captain, as well as a captain on an airplane, they almost are their own sovereigns, which means they are in complete control of that ship. Complete control. Almost like their own country, which is why ship captains and airplane uh, captains can marry people, you know, it's that kind of deal. But yes, we do remember the evergreen. Yes, that's what it was, the evergreen. It was blocking the Suez Canal. Now, this story comes from truth11.com. Now, I'm going to preface this story with, uh, we're going to say that this goes on the speculation shelf. Here at Last Call. We're we're not going to put this in the truth pile, but we're going to put this in the probably true speculation shelf in the Last Call headquarters here. So, (laughs) uh, Judy Byington wrote this article. This was from beforeitsnews.com. Thankfully, the people at truth11.com decided to put the source at the top of the article, unlike the people at humansarefree.com. So Judy writes, over a thousand trafficked children and dead bodies have been rescued out of shipping containers in the Suez Canal by the U.S. Navy SEALs. Now, that I don't know, but I can confirm that there were articles when this thing was lodged in the canal. Uh, that the U.S. Navy was quickly moving over there to see what they can do about it. That was the only story I heard involving the uh, U.S. Navy and the Evergreen. Continuing on, Judy writes, Sources say that as of this writing, April 1st, 2021, April Fool's Day, let's keep that in mind, children were still being rescued and bodies discovered and some of the 18,000 containers on the Evergreen. The containers were on an evergreen corporation ship that blocked the canal, so on and so forth. The SEALs also found weapons of mass destruction, which she can, according to her sources, she said that this was a Mossad, Israeli intelligence, Israeli CIA, if you will, a Mossad-type operation, because... They were transporting those weapons of mass destruction over to uh, basically al-Qaeda and ISIS members in Syria to create an event that would allow Biden to start World War III and bomb the hell out of Syria, which would allow Israel to bomb the hell out of Iran. Now, for all of you that say, oh, my God, no, the Mossad could never engage in human trafficking. Guess what? who was part of the Mossad from the beginning. None other than Ghislaine Maxwell, her father, and Jeffrey Epstein. So I put nothing past the Mossad. I put nothing past the CIA. So there you go. And finally, this, tri- this ship was allowed to... Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Was allowed to finally be released... Uh, There was also another, uh, basically more testimony from another website about human trafficking and how shipping containers are used for human trafficking. And it's true. I've read plenty of articles over the years about this particular situation where they basically use those shipping containers to traffic people, especially kids. Uh, and she goes on to say that essentially the Evergreen was boarded by the Navy SEALs. And ultimately one of the reasons why this ship was lodged the way it was is because people, the white hats, if you will, the good guys, um, were in there and they basically caused this ship to stop where it was going because they knew they had intelligence about what was aboard that ship. So they got the weapons of mass destruction. They got the human traffickers. They got the kids out. They got a few bodies out. Whatever, so on and so forth. And that is Miss Byington's account of this, according to her sources. What is what? What gives me enough of a maybe? This is true, and probably it is true. Has to do with. None other than an article that I found and since has been removed from Q13 Fox in Seattle, their website. Their website, or this particular uh, link for here are the Secret Service code names for Trump and Pence. So the Secret Service gives people that they are covering or, or watching special code names. What makes me believe that the Evergreen was transporting children has to do with the name of itself, Evergreen, the Evergreen Company. One of the nicknames or one of the code names for the people during the 2016 presidential cycle happened to have been Evergreen. And that person's name, that person that was associated with the codename Evergreen turned out to be none other than Hillary Clinton, and we all know how the Clintons and the and the Clinton, uh, what is it the 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 Clinton Foundation the yeah the Clinton Foundation, and also a couple of other nonprofits that the Clintons engaged in have been eyeballed deep in trafficking accusations, including one of Hillary Clinton's top people being caught and arrested with a truckload of children in Haiti during those quote-unquote relief efforts. They got uh, nabbed with 33 kids in a truck. Hillary Clinton's one of her top people. I don't have her name in front of me. So that's why I expect or I suspect... That article about the Evergreen, Miss Byington's article, is probably true. Because this kind of thing doesn't just happen, right? Everything is, is symbolic here. So go down, going down this road, the Evergreen was taken over. And there have been countless stories over the past year or so about ships doing really, really funny things and captains losing control of these ships. There are plenty of articles on uh, GizaDeathStar.com, the the website that I go to, uh, hosted by the fantastic author, Dr. Joseph Farrell, talks about those kinds of events all of the time. And this just happens to be another one of those events where some of these massive ships, Navy ships, uh, cargo ships, losing control, and people, their captains, not really knowing what's going on. I would suspect, assuming Ms. Byington's article is true, that this ship was taken over by some of the good guys. And they knew what was on that ship and they took it over and they basically dismantled everything and confiscated everything. The reason why that is, the name Evergreen. Evergreen is code word for Hillary Clinton and her Secret Service detail, or for her. That is a huge, a huge, enormous red flag right there. It's an enormous sign. An enormous sign that they wanted people to know. They wanted people to know what was going on. And and to further this, not to toot my own horn, but it appears that I am correct in my assumptions that they are trying to reestablish these human trafficking rings. Why else would you have literally... Children, children, unaccompanied uh, children somehow being transported across the border in record numbers, being dropped off in the middle of the desert, five-year-olds and three-year-olds, miles from any town, in the middle of the night. Why else would any of that happen unless they're trying to rebuild all of these rings? All of these trafficking rings under the Biden administration. That's why I say things like, America is back, baby. Because god-awful scum like Joe Biden and Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton and Kamala Harris, the whole nine yards, they're the ones... That engage in this kind of activity and this wretched, wretched behavior. I mean, another example, just look, look up the picture of Jill Biden, Bill, not Bill, uh, Joseph Biden's wife and what she wore for Easter. She was decked out in all black. She was wearing basically ankle boots. Almost fishnet stockings, a leather skirt. I mean, who da- are you celebrating Easter and the birth of Christ? Or are you celebrating the death of Christ? Not the birth of Christ, but the resurrection of Christ? Or are you celebrating the death of the Christ? And I would suspect that the Bidens are celebrating the death of the Christ, not the resurrection. And that is the last call with Chris Michaels.